You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Be Fit and Me podcast episode. I, of course, am one of your co-hosts, Amber. And I am Lena, coming to you live from Playa Vista in this stormy weather. And we're here to, of course, have another episode, but we thought we'd do something a little different. Instead of uh, me Monday, we would have a pet peeve Monday. Which is like a peeve Monday. (laughs) And I feel like that sounds so negative and... um, I don't know. Does it sound negative? Pet peeve? Mm, it's annoying. A bit, but an annoying yeah. That we find that women do, specifically this week. So something that we witnessed, either a group of women do, or maybe one woman do, one woman that did something that annoyed us. And we're going to talk about it, but instead of complaining, because complaining, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big complainer. I mean complain a little bit how about you amber do you feel like you're complaining i have my moments i definitely (laughs) can wear a very fashionable complaining hat (laughs) so instead of complaining we will share those incidences and maybe give you some tips on how to maybe change that mindset on how do you react to a certain situation or um i don't know maybe handle it differently I guess that's what I'm looking for. And maybe this could even be, I guess, relationship advice, you know, how to, depending on what the annoyance is, we could help you with your relationships. Who would have thought we would (laughs) be coaches on relationships (laughs) and giving advice. And also we wanted to add this segment in because we do want to target all women, not just women who are mothers or about to become mothers because we did share some important information over the last three weeks that change that that's going to change our lives and obviously the podcast itself but we want to include every woman not just you know married women with children (laughs) single women unmarried women with children so, (laughs) so single women you know younger women older women married single women with children about to have children so all of that so I guess we'll get, and then also the topic we're going to discuss today, since I am um, planning it, or not planning it, we are going to send out invitations for my baby shower. I figured we would talk about the baby shower and different, maybe, ways women go about doing their personal baby showers. Um what you're supposed to do and not supposed to do according to ladies out there. Am I breaking the stigma? <laughs> Am I doing things you're not supposed to do? Um, oh, how cute. <laughs> Amber just, I just gave me. I just handed <laughs> Lena her thank you card for my wedding <laughs> gift that's been sitting in my bag every week that I've seen her, like, since basically, at least for the last month and a half or two months. And every time I get upstairs after I get home I'm like crap I forgot to give her the card again so it just crossed my mind I think when she was talking about her invitations so I 
<laughs> bleed it out. Yeah. And BB. Well, the gift was from BB as well. Um, yeah, well, thank you. I feel so special now. I did not even get to see the invite. <laughs> she forgot that too. I did. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm including you in the invitation. So you'll be receiving one this weekend. Um, so I figured that would be a great topic to have for today and we'll keep it light and simple. Um, this first Monday, I mean, yeah, this first Monday of June, June gloom. And it's it is, it's, it's, it was May gloom. It was <laughs> April gloom. Now it's June gloom, <laughs> but it's necessary. We need it. It, um, it's nice to see LA from a different perspective. It's not always sunny and shiny and Hollywood. Especially and not this year. Yeah. It's been, it's been kind of refreshing, especially for me because I am going through this. <laughs> I know, you know it's body it's changing all because transformation of Lena. <laughs> that the weather is in my benefit. <laughs> so I guess we'll jump right in. We actually don't know each other's pet peeve. So um, and again, instead of doing this at the end, it will kind of be the start of our Mondays. We'll try to do one every week and just to see how the conversation goes and how it flows into the topic again it's our first one so we'll see how it happens or how everything plays out so do you should I go first you want to go first yeah you can okay go for it so my pet peeve and this was inspired by someone I know that is um dealing with cancer and battling cancer and should not be (laughs) doing a whole lot but it was so inspiring and it just reminded me kind of how I strive to do things in my mentality and I've seen it multiple times like almost every day I see it but women in general or I should say women okay so the pet peeve itself is women who rely or say for example they ask their husband or partner to fix something in the house or do something and Instead of the husband going, okay, let me do it right now, you know, they want to do it on their own time, in their own time frame, correct, right? <laughs> do you understand this? Well, this is me. <laughs> oh. So remember, okay. because you we're the reverse in our relationships, like you're what do you mean? like my husband and I'm probably more like Sloan. Depends on the circumstance, the situation. But yes, scenario, but, yes. but if you're talking about a scenario of <laughs> one, wanting to do it on their own time, that's yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But this has been the case for pretty much every man I've known in my life. And, you know, if you talk to other people about this or you vent, it's pretty much a common thread amongst gentlemen, regardless of age. And I feel like for me, what I have decided to do, and I decided to do this a while ago, and this is part of my processing of people and dealing with people and being patient, especially in relationships, long-term relationships, is if you ask someone to do something or you ask for help and they're you know not reacting in a timely manner that you want them to then do it do it for yourself you know if it obviously is something that you can handle on your own if it's like changing the oil which I have no clue what I'm doing I'm not going to do that and for newer cars you can't even do that anymore (laughs) anyways but I'm not going to do something you don't need to inhale those fumes right now anyway well there's certain things limitations that I have now that I'm pregnant but for instance, like, um, well, this example was I was doing something in the yard. So instead of waiting around for her husband to do it, she just decided to go ahead and do it. And I thought that was like so 
amazing, like superwoman. You're dealing with cancer. You shouldn't even be, you're homebound. You, you can't even work. And for her to go out and do this, it's like, that's just saying there's no excuses for anyone. I don't care if you have three children. I don't care if you have one or no children. If you work full time, there should be no excuse why you can't change the light bulb or take out the trash. You know how many women have complained to me because their husband won't take out the trash and they can't do it? <laughs> I'm just Yeah, I don't, I don't like taking out the trash. So my instead of complaining about it, what I'm suggesting to those women out there is maybe give your significant other or boyfriend, partner, husband, um, a time frame. So if you ask them to say, for instance, with us, this is just a scenario and an example. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, I was about four months pregnant and I got a new desk. And I don't know if you guys recall or remember, Amber, and you listening, I decided to kind of renovate our place and get yes. some new mm-hmm. Stylish Furniture, stuff. Little yeah, mod, it's, a, like it's, it's a change, not just for the baby, but for us too, and just a refresh. So I decided to get this nice white corner desk for my computer and all my, my things. And when it, it arrived, I was like so excited to put it together. I want to do it now. And I, at that point, I was like four months pregnant, and I was still dealing with like the morning sickness and feeling crappy. And I had asked him right when it arrived, hey, can you do this? But he had to leave and go to work and I'm like well I'm not patient enough to wait I don't want to wait till tomorrow for you to do it so I went ahead and did it myself it took me a bit longer because the requirements were two people that's what it said and the fact that I was pregnant (laughs) did not help at all either but I got it done and I felt complete and we were both happy in the end because I wasn't going to continue nagging him to do it even though he said I'll do it next week or I'll do it tomorrow I wanted it done when I wanted it done and it got done And at the end of the day, we were both happy. So if you're out there and you're wanting to put a crib together or if you're wanting to put, I don't know, what's another example? Just, I mean, the trash and the light bulb. Of anything. But for me, like I said, I am the Sloan in the relationship. So (laughs) Mark is an attacker and he goes out and gets things done. I like to do things on my own time in my own way. I'm a Gemini. I'm air. I think it's just a part of my personality. And so it's usually we're in the reverse situation where there's things where he wants me to do that he wants done or he he thinks should be done on a certain timeline that doesn't really fit with mine. (laughs) I need to be in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) So that is just my recommendation, not even a recommendation, a recommendation. It's just more of a suggestion is to keep your relationship toxic free and healthy And this also starts stupid fights, you know, just the nagging and over something that you can easily handle on your own. You're just overthinking it. And I think because you're in a relationship, you feel like a man should do everything, a man, the manly duties. And for me, I mean, it's 2019. Let's let's move on from that. It's the Me Too movement. It's women are taking over Congress. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's just things are changing. So I think it's changing the mindset. Yeah, I think that's true too. And then also, as long as there's a balance, right? Because maybe some people are more oriented towards certain things and other people may be oriented towards others. So instead of having, you know, down the line gender roles, maybe there's a way to share a little bit of everything that kind of fits with what you don't mind, what you're comfortable with. And And kind of play it that way. So, yeah, I think there's ways to do that. And then also, like I said, being, you know, 
in Sloan shoes and <laughs> and more of that trait um, than Lena's trait in these scenarios. I would say for me, what I've also learned in terms of compromising a relationship is that just because I don't feel like doing it and I want to do things on my own time in my own way, sometimes it's okay for me to just do it. And if he's asking me, it doesn't hurt me to just do it and get it done. So there are times when I will wait because I need to be in the right mind frame and the right mood to get it done. But other times I just have to suck it up mm-hmm. for the sake of our relationship. That's exactly. why you're in a, you know, you're in a relationship. It's compromise. And I just have to suck it up and do it, even though it's not the exact moment that yeah. I would have preferred. So I think, you know, there's always, you know, also like a way to kind of um, share and and compromise and make it work there. And not all the time, because sometimes it's yeah. still my time. But there are other moments where I'm like, look, it's not going to kill me. I might as well just do it. Yeah. <laughs> the importance, the priority of the importance of doing that task or whatever it happens to be is not for your partner. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, sacrificing your time and compromising. And again, that is going to save so much just unnecessary arguments and bickering and built up anger inside if you just let it go and do yeah. it. <laughs> Could you imagine how much you would um, alleviate or uh, not uh, all the things that would not happen as a result of just right. working together and communicating? Hello, that's a sign of communication. So that is my pet peeve of the week, my pet peeve Monday. For all you ladies out there listening, regardless of what status of relationship you're in, it's just I was inspired and it also reminded me of the way I think and how I go about doing things. And it makes everything a lot smoother, just not in general, just in my life, but, you know, in the relationship, too. And especially since we're expecting a child, I think it's only going to help things run smoothly the rest of our times together. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay, Amber, it is your turn, your pet peeve for the Monday. Um, so one of my pet peeves, first of all, I would generally consider myself a private person, although I've clearly been very open and revealed a lot on, <laughs> you know, during the course of our podcast. It's but as a general to, right? matter, yeah, but as a general matter, I would consider myself more of a private person. And so... My pet peeve is this whole culture that, you know, we've created where there are constant questions whenever you're in a relationship or not. So it starts Mm. with you're single, like, oh, when are you going to find a nice guy? And then you find a nice guy. Oh, when are you going to get engaged? You get engaged. When are you getting married? You get married. When are you going Mm. on honeymoon? When are you having kids? And, And so for me, it's like, there's no boundaries of how personal some of those questions are. And so we sort of live in a society where like a person you work with that has nothing to do with your life is comfortable asking you those questions. And so for me, um, do you feel like women ask you more than men? These questions? No, a mix of both. It's a mix of both. Really? Yeah. It's a mix of both. Um, but yeah, I mean, particularly women, but it's like, okay, so, we work together and we barely know each other, yet you think it's okay to ask me, like, if we're having kids. And I feel like that's such a personal question, and especially, like, given that you know I'm not 25. Yeah. And so, you know, one, what if I didn't want to have kids? Like, 
that's not a conversation I want to have <laughs> with you, yeah. you know. And then if I do, like, what if there are issues? What are there? What if there are complications? It's just, it's it's such a personal question. And so even getting married, the same thing with couples. Like, you know, when are you going to get married? Well, maybe one person does and one person doesn't, and it's an issue in their relationship. Or maybe they don't want to, but they don't want to have to then explain it to you yeah. as to why they've made a certain choice. And so yeah. I just find those questions, they are really personal, yet we live in, you know, sort of a world where people feel very comfortable asking them, even if they don't have a person, a real close True. personal relationship with you. Yeah. Or maybe they feel closer to you than you are to them. Maybe that's a situation now, or they feel more comfortable coming up to you now that you, they know. But it's like anyone. It's like, I mean, oh. but it's like anyone who Finds you may happen to. Yeah. And yeah. And then how's married life? Like that's the, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you getting out I get it. I can relate <clears throat> in the way because, um, my situation, I don't want to get married. And that's always a question like, well, why? And you should. And, and this is, I guess it's a generational thing. Like the older, I say older folks who do question why I don't want to. And then it's also peers my age. So it's right. just, I get it. And I just kind of brush it off. It's, yeah, I don't lose sweat over it. I mean, I don't lose sleep over it, lose sweat over it, yeah. sweat over it, or lose <laughs> sleep over it. Because it's like, okay, it's their opinion. I'm just, I'm fine with whatever choice I made. But I do understand if it becomes so much, it's like, okay, can you just right, like, stop? Right, like, And it's like, I don't even know you like that. Like, you don't yeah. even know what my favorite color is. Yeah, and you're correct. asking me, like, personal questions. That would drive me yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my pet peeve. And I guess just how I deal with it is usually I sort of basically flip a question back. So when... I get a question like that. I give a quick, short answer and then quickly, you know, ask a question back <laughs> to like, or just to, you know, to change the direction yeah. of the conversation. Um, so I don't have to get into a place that I'm not comfortable right. discussing with yeah. whoever it is. So that's kind of how um, and what, I've been able to. So what would you say to women it? who are listening who may not recognize that they do that? What would you maybe suggest to them? that would not only make conversations um, with other people feel comfortable that they're talking to, yeah. especially, I mean, women who may be going through the same thing. Like they don't realize like later down the line, they're not going to want to be asked this or go through this. Right. So what tips could you give them? Or well, I think um, maybe asking questions about what has happened. So I guess if you're looking to connect with someone over, you know, the relationship or whatever it may be, maybe it's like, oh, so how do you guys meet? Or maybe it's, you know, how was the wedding? Where was it? And and just more sort of like not intrusive questions, yeah. I guess, that um, you can share. And then if you're comfortable sharing more, you will share more. Yeah. And if you're not, you don't have to. But now you sort of have this connection and conversation and – um, able to make that small talk but yeah questions about like when you're getting married and when you having kids are not small talk <laughs> questions but yeah. people treat them like they are I get it <laughs> I totally understand because here on the west coast in LA specifically we're body conscious so I haven't really any had anyone come up to me and ask me outright hey are you pregnant because they feel like they might offend me I've gotten the looks as I've mentioned but 
the the week that I was on the East Coast this past week, the moment I got off the plane, people were like, oh, my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> you know, it was right away. There was no question, are you pregnant or not? It was congratulations. Oh, you're, you know, they would predict the sex. Oh, you're, you're sitting high. You're sitting low. You look like this. You're glowing. I mean, it was just left and right everywhere. But here in L.A., not one. It's like yeah. I have to mention. But that's also am. different because, yeah. well, unless they're but wrong. That's the only time that it's not. <laughs> but it was but if they're effect. right, then it's fine. It's because, yeah, they can but they can see it. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, anyways, that's another thing. So, those are our pet peeves and our suggestions, tips on how to maybe not, in Amber's situation, not be so aggressive in the questioning. And for me, it's maybe stepping up and doing some of the work on your own. So, yeah. And also just how to flip it. Like, don't – you don't have to actually answer the question. You can – give a Just, short fair answer. response <laughs> yeah exactly you don't have to do that either just give a short you know married life is good and then you know turn the conversation in, in another direction which and we're kind of about to do yeah now. so <laughs> we're actually going to move on to the topic and um again like i said since i am sending out the invitations for the baby shower today i thought hey let's go over some of the key points or i guess some of the the things that I've been asked or going through right now and that looks and like, what, what are you doing <laughs> um, regarding the baby shower? So the first one, and Amber, you can give your opinion on this because I've heard so many women and I don't think men really care. So they're not going to give their opinion on this, <laughs> but planning my own shower. I mean, I do have a friend, my, she's like my sister here. I don't have best friends as we all know. I have my, my best man and my sisters and my mom. So she's probably the closest person. I met her, I think, the first day I moved to L.A. So she's helping me with the process. We're going through it. But she does not see the vision in my head, like what I want to mm -hmm. come alive. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to put my trust and rely on someone to throw me a shower when I know what I want. Does that make sense? And I feel yes. like. <laughs> because here we are very similar. Yeah. In terms of how our vision and our plans, mm -hmm. like my wedding. Like I yeah. can't just. 100% hand that over to someone. And according to a lot of women out there, it's not appropriate that I'm planning my own baby shower. But yet it's appropriate to plan your own wedding or it's appropriate to plan your own birthday party, your 40th, your 30th. But right. I can't plan my own baby shower. Um, my bachelorette. <laughs> I would plan my bachelorette. I would, I, if I was having a bachelorette party, I, didn't, I don't need a maid of honor. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to get all the supplies because I, I know I want it to go off the right. way I want it to go off. So... Of course, she's going to, you know, I'm, I'm telling her, I'm not telling her, I'm asking her to assist me and help me. So she's going to send out the invites and kind of be the host. She's hosting. And obviously, she's going to step up and help me with a lot of things. But as far as the decorations and where I want to have it and all of that is more of a, a mix of, of course, Sloan needs to agree on where we're going to have it. And he wants to kind of be a part of it um, as well because it takes two. Is to it going to be mixed? So that's the second thing is the co-ed shower or co-ed shower. <laughs> I said it like that. So number two is having a co-ed shower. And this is a fairly new concept that women or men are doing because I can't imagine myself sitting down and having a tea party in all white at a country club. That's just not my style. I don't know. That may be your style. That will be mine, really? but okay. Yeah, I no. mean, not at a country club. No, <laughs> no not, my, not my forte. I, I feel like, well, it's, I don't feel like it. It is a fact that there are two people involved in making this baby come into the world. And 
of course, it's not just me celebrating. Men don't have baby showers, and he wants to be a part of it. And it's more of a celebration. And, of course, he's not going to be, like I just said, he's helping me with the location and maybe um, some of the decorations. But he doesn't care about all that stuff. He just wants to make sure that the food and the drinks that provided are catered to men as well. <laughs> it's right. just a girly thing. And, of course, and I have male friends. I have male clients. I have females. So it's a, it's a mix of everything. So that's why I decided on the co-ed aspect of it. And I want it to be laid back. I don't want it to be uppity. Not to say that you will have an uppity one if it's just all girls at a country club. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm just saying that that's not my style. So the co-ed way of doing it is in, but I'm not doing it because it's in. I'm just doing it because it's for me and it's comfortable that way. Yeah, I think it depends on the situation, but I don't like the idea that it can't be co-ed. Like people who feel oh, like no. that's that's wrong. So an example, 90 Day Fiance. I was <laughs> watching. <laughs> and there's a couple on there who, you know, they've been married for a couple years now. She's pregnant. And she's um, Colombiana. Oh. And he's like white bread from Oklahoma. And um, she has had like a tough relationship with his family because she's just so different culturally. And so, of course, being in Oklahoma, they're very traditional overall. And so, you know, it's like only women at the baby shower. But, like, she wasn't comfortable. And, like, oh, she wanted yeah. him there. And people had husbands and things that it. could come. So I just felt like he was like, no, no, no. You have to, like, be there by yourself. And that just felt really wrong and insensitive to me, like, on his part to do that to her. And for her to have to be the one to accept, you know, the this way he the way, was, yeah. yeah, the way that he was grown, I felt like he should have supported her and said, you know what, it doesn't have to be just women. It can be co-ed. It's not like, you know, people are talk talking about like, like they'd be talking about sex and all of that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was a situation where I just felt like it was appropriate to be co-ed and it should have been. And it, and he shouldn't have denied her that just because traditionally, you know, baby showers have been for women. Or even if he just showed up or his father and they were the only men there. I've been to baby yeah, showers they were where like, it's all women, but it's just the, the, the soon-to-be grandfather right. and dad are there. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And maybe the husband of the sister are throwing yeah. that I mean, that's not considered co-ed. That's still considered yeah. a girl. So, yeah, I'm open and I've been to, I think, more baby showers than I have been weddings. That tells you a lot about the situations and friends <laughs> I have. But I've been into a mix of all of it. But I just know that my partner, my guy, wanted to be involved. And I felt like I need to do that. I didn't want to shut him out and say, oh, no, this is my thing. And you can go do your thing. Right. Plus, yeah, because he's just getting, <laughs> you know, like cigars and alcohol. Here's a bottle <laughs> yeah. of, you know, um, white, what is label, he like? yeah, white okay. label Hennessy from the Caribbean or wherever you can get it. <laughs> okay, so the third thing, I guess we'll go into that, is having alcohol at the baby shower and this is something that I had to go over with my sister. I planned her baby shower, actually. And my mom didn't understand why I wanted to buy so much champagne. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, this is a baby shower. People want to drink. They want to get loose. They want to feel comfortable. They don't want to play those games. They don't want to, you know, some women are single and don't want to have children. So we right. want to make everyone feel comfortable. And to the women who bring children, they don't have to drink. So as long as we're providing a little bit for everyone, the alcohol, the food, the games, the atmosphere then I feel like 
it's a good party. And that's what it should be. It should be a yeah. celebration and a party. And I'm supportive of alcohol at a baby shower. I <laughs> actually, the one of the first baby showers I went to, at least in L.A., was a friend of mine from law school. And she had alcohol at hers. And I, I was, at the time, to be honest, I was kind of surprised because oh, really? I didn't think that people did. This was probably like eight or nine years ago now. It was okay. a while ago. And, um... And so I was a little bit surprised, but she was like, no, girl, like I want everyone to like drink and have a good time. And, you know, and so that kind of changed my mind about it. And I think that I would totally be okay yeah. with that for, I mean, we're not for mine as well. on bar yeah open bar. <laughs> it's not gonna be open I bar mean, yeah it's gonna be classy <laughs> and it's going to be appropriate to you know i have a little theme that i'm going to have and uh, maybe i'll talk about it on the show but amber will def amber will definitely see it and experience it so i definitely think it's a necessary item to supply at a baby shower yeah. <laughs> it's essential <laughs> to making especially a co-ed baby shower because you want the men to enjoy themselves right and um and just have a good time and then um the fifth i'm sorry the fourth so the fourth thing is games like do traditionally games have been a big part of baby showers and after doing much research on this there are so many games out there that are maybe a little raunchy and maybe a little trashy but they're co-ed influence they're meant to be for men and women and they make please don't do exciting. the candy bar poopy diaper guess no, I'm eat the candy the sh- and guess it are they having an <laughs> orgasm or is it a porn you know games oh. like that you pick oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to that kind of baby shower <laughs> yeah, so, so games like that and this is the kind of party it's gonna be <laughs> but maybe not that game in particular but yeah we're not doing the poopy diapers mm. or the guessing the jelly beans mm-hmm. or no that's again that's not me that's not my style so Maybe incorporating one or two gifts we might do. I mean, gifts. Um, one or two games. If we have time. I mean, it's all a matter of just mingling and we'll see. We'll see how it plays out today. And then the final one, the fifth one, I'm sure there are plenty of others I could talk about. But this might be the biggest one for me. And I've had conversations with several other people about this. And they just said, do what you want to do. And that is, um, even though I have a gift registry, I'm asking, and I don't know if I'm going to put this on the registry or the invite. I don't want clothes. Like, I don't, and I know that's a big part of baby showers is bringing clothes and the whole, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) All of that, right? That's a big part of it. But um, I feel like I won't get practical items if everyone just brings clothes. Plus, you know, and I also don't know the size of my baby, you know? Well, we know they'll be long. (laughs) (laughs) But how long will they be long? You know, will they come out long and be long forever? So it's just a matter of, I think it's buying the essential goods that I've actually put on my registry and hoping that people do that. Because there have been times in the past where I didn't even, I wasn't even in the, there was never was never a thought, okay, I'm going to get pregnant next year. I didn't really think about it. I looked at the registry, and I would buy things off the registry. But now that I'm going through it, it's like I want people to buy what's on the registry. And I don't know if this is selfish of me or because I'm inviting people to something that I want them to come to that maybe I should just let them give me what I give. My mom give me what they want to give me because my mom's like, well, it's, it's, that's a big part of a shower is the clothes. And it's like, well, mom, I don't, I don't know. I don't like to receive clothes myself. 
because I really like my style and I'm going to dress my baby the way I want to dress my baby. Oh, <laughs> so oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I so cannot I just, wait to see. So I just feel like, um, I don't know. What do you feel on that? Like, is that too selfish of me to maybe not to ask people? And so far people have been like, oh, that's cool. Whatever you want. I mean, they've been pretty okay about it. I don't know. It's my, if people say it's my party, you do what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I do agree that there can be clothes are kind of the default. They see like these little, yeah. you know, this little jumper and it's like, oh, it's so cute. Sneakers but the then suit. they don't get to wear half of it because they're outgrowing everything. Quickly. So maybe um, what you could do Just is create a fund for clothes. Yeah. Or do it like over a year to two years. So ask, you know, ask for things maybe like up to a year as opposed to just everything for yeah. an infant because they're not going to be wearing it. But I did get long. two garbage bags full of clothes for my sister because of any neutral color. Yeah, then you really don't. Then you really don't need clothes. She yeah. forgot she even had them. And, and, of course, they would go for a girl or a boy, and they still have the tags on them. <laughs> it's every range of age. And I feel like I'm going to get BB a Halloween costume. <laughs> Say that again? I'm going to get BB a Halloween oh, costume. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like making sure that... I don't know. It's just what I need, essential. And also, you have to, you want things that are on the list that are going to last you years. And are you announcing the sex before the baby shower or no? No, you'll find out at the shower. So then people couldn't buy, really, because everything would have to be. Yeah, and I'm just hoping that people go off of it. And if they don't, hopefully they'll give it your courtesy. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I can't be too picky, but it's just something that I was, I'm asking for. And, I feel like the things that I did put on it are things that are going to last me a long time. And, you know, it's, I'm, again, I'm being, I'm using this word again, I'm being practical about it. And I don't want to waste time, money, energy getting things that are not either going to be used or I'm going to donate and they're still going to be in the package. So I don't know. That's just. Do you want them sent to you or? I think with the registry that I have, you can either bring them or sent. It's not, I mean, I'm not traveling far. I'm traveling maybe miles to the <laughs> location if i were out of town like if i were having this in portland then maybe i would have um them all sent and that's why we're not doing the baby shower there we're going to do a sip and see in portland for all you portland folks around christmas time so yeah that's my that's just my list of I guess this could be pet peeves, too, because it's annoying when people have their opinions about yeah. a baby shower. And it's like, well, let me live yeah. my life and do what I want to do. So, yeah, if you have any suggestions or opinions, you can reach out to us. And that's pretty much our episode. Very simple, short, kept it clean. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. This kept baby it, shower. <laughs> oh, still kept the episode clean. The baby shower <laughs> might get a little wild. But we'll talk about it after the fact or even, you know, some... Things that come up, things that come up, and we mention it, and I want your opinion or I want people's opinion, I may bring it up. But for now, that is our episode. And we hope you enjoyed the new segment, the new Pet Peeve Monday. And of course, there will be no Me Monday anymore. <laughs> well, maybe we'll bring it back. I don't know. I just wanted to change it up and do something different, yeah. something fun. So we, yeah, in the meantime, of course. Always look out for us on our website at BeFitAndMe.com, Facebook, BeFitAndMe, and, of course, our Gmail, which is 
Beefitandme at gmail.com. And I think that's pretty much. Oh, you, you can find our podcast anywhere pretty much. But if you go to our website, everything is listed there on how to contact us. Anything else you want to add? Oh, don't forget to vote. Oh, that's right. Because this, I mean, now that it's so important. There's also apparently, yes, there's a big measure Mm -hmm. um, that will affect funding for schools. Mm -hmm. So get out there, vote June 4th. That's Tuesday. And uh, I guess other than, I don't think there's anything else I need to share. Other than have a great day, great morning, great evening. Safe drive to work, home, whatever. Great it is you're summer. Doing. School is ending. Right, ending summer soon. starting. Graduations. Congratulations, to anyone graduating whose kids are graduating. Yeah, exciting time. But we'll be back next week. <laughs> I'm just saying, this time of the year, like I know, I know. they're <laughs> everywhere. The balloons, yes, go in. Yeah, it's like graduate 2019. I'll have a graduate in. <laughs> okay. By the time we come back next week, Lena will figure that out. <laughs> All right. With that, we hope you enjoy your day, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Until next time, remember, stay sweet, stay sexy, stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all.